Broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Live on the road. Here's your boy, Q. Second hour of the show, Unnecessary Roughness in your ear hole. Live from Treasure Island, Golden Circle Sportsbook to be exact. Looking up at the TV screens, there's MLB on right now. NBA Countdown's on right now. That's right, play-in games are going to be happening in just a little while. You'll have some really good ones. Cleveland and Atlanta, looking forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. New Orleans is back in action again later on this evening. So a lot of good playoff action, a lot of good MLB action. The Vegas Golden Knights coming off that big win that they had last night. I'm telling you, man, you want to talk about being a, a, a good time to be a sports fan. How is it not a good time to be a sports fan, man? There's so much going on. It's fantastic, and we're right here at the Golden Circle Sportsbook. We can cover it all. You can look up at any screen and see a little bit of it all. Horse racing's going on. They got that on the big screen. They got the machine over here. They got the 24-hour kiosk available for you. Parking. You know how much it costs to park here? Nada. It's free. Free parking. If it ain't free, it ain't me. Come on by, hang out. I am Vice hung, is hanging out. He's actually walking around looking for pops and the wife right now. Juan the Smasher came by, dropped off a dope poster. It's going up in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio back in the home offices. A lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff, and it's fun. It's Good Friday, Easter weekend. Weather is beautiful. A lot of people in town. It's so funny. <laughs> I was driving over here, and I was, had Pops and the wife in the car, and I said, you smell that? You smell that? And they said, what's that? And I said, it smells like new money coming to town. <laughs> There's everyone on the highway riding into town, going down the, you know, the 15 and everything. I said, yeah, that's new money driving into town. Sunday, you're going to smell uh, empty pockets leaving. <laughs> nah, it's good times, though, for real. We're having a lot of fun. So all we need is you to come on by and hang out with us. We're here till at least 5 o'clock on this Jackie Robinson day. And, you know, it's funny. I was talking about Jackie Robinson. Everybody in the league and Major League Baseball is rocking 42 today. That's really cool. You think back and you think about the Raiders. How many barriers did that organization knock down with some of the hirings that Al Davis was man enough to make, proud enough to make? Think about some of the barriers that were knocked down. Tom Flores, Latino head coach. Art Shell, black head coach. Amy Trask, woman CEO. You know, not to mention giving – guys that might not have deserved or needed or were expected to get a second, third, or fourth chance, giving those guys multiple chances to do what they do, only to go on for greatness. How many people questioned Jim Plunkett, bringing Jim Plunkett in after his, his fails where he was other locations, you know, with, with the 49ers after being drafted? You know, it just wasn't the guy. Goes to the Raiders and is the guy. If the Raiders, if there is an NFL team that is the epitome of Jackie Robinson Day, it would be the Raiders. I asked what's good about being a Raider fan. That. That is good about being a Raider fan. That is fantastic. One of the things I love the most. There was never any hesitation to do anything. It was never forced upon anyone. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. It's politically correct to do this. Well, just interview that person for the hell of it. No, it's like, hey, this person's good for the job. Let's get it. Let's get it. And I'll tell you right now, if you walk around Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center right now, and you, walk, and you look at the different walks of life that are in there working, that are getting a check that says pay to the order of from the Raiders, signed Mark Davis, it's the same today. It's the same today. There's a ton of diversity, and that's something that the Raiders are very, very proud of. And it makes me very proud of to be on this radio station, Raider Nation Radio 920, 
as somebody that is looked at as a leader. I haven't always been looked up as a, as a leader of anything, let alone a radio station or multiple radio stations. But Lotus Broadcasting has given me that opportunity. It's incredible. If you only knew <laughs> what was going on with me in Central Texas and the challenges that I faced. Not, not too much adversity. It was just challenges. Challenges you could overcome. I did. But the opportunity I've been given here, fantastic. I want to talk about knocking down barriers. You go and, you go and look back and see how many, and this is not me bragging at all. Don't get it twisted. You go back and look and see how many black program directors there are in sports radio today. Just go back and look. I promise you the list is short. Very, very short. That's a big barrier that's been knocked down. I love it. 702-365-9200. That's the Radio Nation listener line. I do want to hear from you. Sam and Ash text line is 69187, keyword R&R. Let's go out to New Jersey, the East Coast. Talk to our guy, Mitch. What's on your mind, my man? The East Coast, the best coast. Well, I love ah, the West Coast. Hey, too. no, the West Coast is the best coast, brother. I'm sorry. I got to slow you down there. <laughs> okay. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, you and your family. God bless everybody in this, in this country, in the, the world. So I have World War Three out there. But I want to say Jackie Robinson before I get to the, my little sports video uh, there. Jackie Robinson. Yeah, he was so good. Three sports plus track at the same university. Amazing. I wonder yeah. if he didn't have to work on it with it. Maybe he could have played two sports. That would have been great. Well, it might have been. And same thing, uh, the Clippers. You bring in my Clippers? They are so yeah. cursed. I'm a Clippers fan. I wish they had moved to uh, Vegas because there always will be second banana to the Lakers. Yep. The Lakers could be 2-79. and 79. There'll, still be, there'll still be second banana. <laughs> yep. I cannot believe Paul George getting Corona. And it seems like Corona's gone away, but it's still up there. Yep. All, all hope is, and I don't give you a chance to talk, but you're still getting paid. I'm doing this pro bono. Um, <laughs> Durant's the best available athlete. I know we need defense, but you think they'll just squeeze in a running back or a quarterback. I'm not too pleased with uh, Sean Mullins. I know I said that on purpose. You have a nice, blessed weekend. All right. Hey, you too, Mitch. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Be safe out there. Have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy uh, everything that you enjoy. Enjoy the family. Uh, it is all good, man. And like I said, definitely appreciate the call. That's Ken Griffey Jr. up there, huh? That's Ken Griffey Jr.? Man, Ken Griffey Jr. has gotten a little bit bigger than than he was. Okay, I see him. He still looked like he could hit a home run, but he just it threw me off when I looked up at the screen. I was like, man, who's that guy who looks like Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, when, when his son played for Arizona, he would be on the sidelines taking yeah. pictures with those big, huge cameras. Oh, and I yeah. saw him. I was like, has he been eating since he retired? Hey, man, when you <laughs> stop playing, man, when you stop playing, you stop getting in that routine, those kind of things happen. But uh, the kid, man, he was fun to watch, wasn't he? Jeez, that was a great player. I hated that he was injured a lot, but, man, he was fantastic. You, we talked about the other day, must-watch TV. The kid, the kid had the prettiest swing ever. A few people texted him in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ken Griffey Jr. had the prettiest swing in baseball. Now, I was a, a – and I will go to my grave and tell you I'm a fan of the other 24. That's Ricky Henderson. He's my favorite player of all time and always will be. But Ken Griffey Jr., was he was a fantastic talent, man. I loved when he came into the league and thought it was great when he was given that opportunity to play with his dad, man. I thought that that was really cool as well. I uh, got a couple texts that I want to get to real quick. I know we're supposed to get into cover three NFL news and notes of the day, and we will do that. Uh, Raider Gons in the 714 hit us up at 69187, keyword R&R. Q, Pitbull is going to be in Vegas in September. Are you going? Got myself some tickets to surprise Wifey for her birthday. Well, hopefully Wifey's not listening right now because I don't want to spoil that for her. I already spoiled Santa Claus for some. Don't want to spoil a Pitbull concert for the wife. 
Uh, also wanted to circle back on a subject from yesterday, I think it was. I hate when my stepdaughter says I'm hungry, and I reply with, well, look in the fridge and get something to eat. Daughter goes to the fridge, opens the door, and just stands there staring for a few seconds, only for her to say there's nothing to eat. How can I fix that? Well, I'm glad you came to me for that answer. That's a great question, and that was a subject. I think I started the show off with that yesterday because I tell you, as kids are on spring break right now, as I very well know, kids will stand in front of the, the fridge with it wide open, staring at it. And I keep wondering, what in the hell are you staring at? You know what's in there. Chickens to the right, drinks to the left, cheese is in the little dish. What? What? What are you, what are you looking for? Lunch meat. What do you want? Nothing. They're not even hungry. They're just bored. So you got to get them a job. Get them a job. Get them some chores. Do something. Because I tell you, if you don't, they're going to stand and stare in the fridge like there's something there that they really don't want. They don't want it anyway. A job? Get a job. Yes. Hey, Calm I gotta, down. I got to say, I got two jobs, and I still do that. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. What do you mean, calm down, Damon? Come on, kids. Spring break, so after one week of seeing a kid just looking in the refrigerator, you're like, you need to get to work. Yeah, you do, man. You got to earn your keep. You know, Have absolutely. you ever thought that maybe the kid, the child in question, wanted you to cook something a little homemade? No. No. They already know who I am. They know what I'm about. And I'm like, we don't get spring break. This is the one thing, man. And you know what's funny is we have interns at the radio station, right? And they're great kids. They are great kids. They A lot of them really want to, you know, learn. And I like Enrique. He's one of them. He's a great dude. Uh, we have a lot of really cool interns that are there. They're on spring break right now, so they're not at the station. One of them, and I don't know which one it was, but Lucy at the front desk told me. She was like, you know what one of the interns asked me the other day? And I said, what's that? Is the radio station closed for spring break? Um, no, we don't get spring break. We don't get Christmas vacation. We don't get Thanksgiving break. You know what I mean? Like work is 24, seven, 365 all year long. I mean, it's just what it is. We don't get these convenient vacations because, you know, it's just that time. But it's just funny to think because we don't think about that. Like I didn't, I would have never asked anything like that ever. But, you know, a kid doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, get a job. That is, the, that is the worst thing I've ever heard. Why? Kid looking in the fridge because they're hungry. You know what? You need a job. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that they got to go out there and get one that that's, you know. Not even mean. It's just like, come on, man. No, I mean, they don't necessarily have to go and get one where they pay taxes and all that, but do some chores around the house. Do something. You, you hungry, like, so do some chores? Oh, come yes, on. Yes. Now I got to clean the toilets because I, I, I looked in the fridge too many times? You should be doing that anyway. <laughs> How are you going to learn some people skills? How are you going to learn some skills to do anything if you don't? If you don't do some stuff around the house, and see, that's, that's the problem. I'm going to sound like the old dude in the room. That's the problem now. Too many people expect stuff without earning it. You're going to earn something? DeMond, did you not earn anything in life? So I can't eat without mowing the, I know, without mowing I, the grass. I know you didn't earn that spot on the hoop team because nobody saw you on the court, so that's one thing. Earned it. Earned it. Without, yo, you, if man. you earned your playing time, then you didn't do too much work because nobody saw you, including your friend Kayla, never saw you on the court. So you didn't get too much playing time. Hey, what can I say, man? She wasn't watching the game. Uh, I don't know. I have okay. no idea what she was seeing. Okay. You All know? Right. <laughs> she doesn't either. All but right. she, knows, she knows she wasn't seeing you. Uh, we got a text from Raider Mike. <laughs> Salmon Ash text line is 69187, keyword R&R. Q, what's the worst? The kid looking in the fridge too long or actually heating some food up and then not eating it? Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty bad, too. That's pretty bad. That doesn't happen too often, though, at the house. That doesn't happen too often at my house. Most of the time it's just staring there with that, that blank look. Like, what do you want? 
what are you doing? And then, again, like I said, it's not even – there's two things that drive me crazy. And I know every, every – okay, every, every parent has gone through this as well. The staring in the fridge, not hungry, just eating because they're bored. That's one thing. We, we've gone over that in great length. The other thing is having the air conditioner on, it being really cold in the house. Like my son, little Q does this all the time, has no shirt on, but then he's wrapped up in a damn blanket. And I'm like, why are you wrapped up in a blanket? Why don't you just not have the AC on so much or the fan blowing in your face? Oh, no, it's cool. Like, none of that makes sense. Kids can't even be cold no more. Well, I mean, why are you going to be cold and then have a blanket on at the same time and have the AC going at the same time? None of that makes sense. But they'll literally sit there on the couch or on, on the bed in his room, and it'll be super cold in there. He'll have no shirt on, and then he'll have a blanket on. But, yet he's got the fan on. Like, none of that makes sense. None of that makes If I'm cold, the last thing I'm going to do is turn the fan on to make me colder. Who does that? And I'm sure not going to walk around with no shirt on if I'm cold. Yeah, Q, you just don't get it. That's all I can say to you, man, because I understand his, his philosophy 100%. Yeah, and that makes sense because none of your philosophies make any sense. So I get it. I get that you would understand it. <laughs> your philosophies don't even start with a P. That's how bad they are. Your philosophy starts with an F because, well, you know. <laughs> Found it out. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. We got Ruben in Vegas, 702-365-9200. Ruben, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. What's going on, guys? Good Friday. Good Friday. Yes, sir. Man, it's a madhouse. I'm just getting off work. I work off of Valley View and Russell, and it's a madhouse out here by the stadium, man. It's like a Raider game going on right now. <laughs> that's that, that's that uh, uh, B2K or whatever them girls are. Whatever. Right, guys. Yeah, yeah, whatever the name is. Anyway, what is, what's their name? I, they were here last BTS. week. Was, yeah, BTS. Yeah, I, I knew it was a B-something. B-smooth. Yeah. But anyways, now this is just Friday, man. It's just crazy. I know you guys talk about, about Raider fandom and whatnot and be proud and whatnot. It's so crazy for me, man, my, my story. I moved out here seven years ago for a 559, and, and publicly, at least, I mean, there was no talk about the Raiders moving out here, and that, that patch of dirt was just, I, like, I worked right by the stadium, so I would see it every day, and it's just crazy. I feel proud, you know. It still feels like a shock in a way, but it's just crazy how my team growing up, man, you know, you know, was out here, you know, as much as I love Oakland, it's just crazy. I live our teams out here, and it's I worked for a supply house, and we supplied the the, the, the local, the laborers. Site every day. I was going to the practice facility every day. Shoot, I even I even delivered supplies to a uh, Coach Gruden's house when his house got built. Nice. So it's just a, it's just a crazy thing. I have my team out here that I love, and you know, had so many years. Like what I've been born in '81, and that I can remember we had like maybe four or whatnot, more or less, in my 40 years of existence. But you know. It's just crazy, man, how I have my Raiders out here. I love my team, and, you know, I go to as many games as I can possible, and it's just, it's just a good feeling, man. It's a good Friday. It's the weekend. I'm getting ready to head home, get the family. We're hitting a Pismo for Easter, and you guys nice. have a good weekend, man. Go Raiders. All right, man. Be safe out there on the road. Ruben, thank you for the call. We definitely appreciate you, my man. Yeah, have fun with the family, man. That's what it's all about. You know, that's what it's all about. The older I get, the more I learn about that, even when the kids are looking in the fridge or – Running the AC for no reason. That's a whole other story. 702-365-9200. Of course, we want to hear from you. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and give something out. How about a $50 gift card to Vegas Sports and Hockey? It's open in Centennial right now. That is going to get you in to win the grand prize package, which is a two-night stay right here 
at the TI. That's right, April 28th and 29th for the draft. Parking free, dinner at Gillies, got you covered, got the hookup for you, but we're going to get you a $50 gift card that's going to get you in to win, and that's Vegas Sports and Hockey, now open in Centennial. Caller number nine is what I'm looking for, 702-365-9200. Sam and Ash, text line, I want to hear from you as well, 69187, keyword R&R. Whatever's on your mind, holler at us. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Bill Romanowski, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Boom. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. We got Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus joining us in just a few minutes to talk all things contracts, landscape of the quarterback contracts in the NFL. Also talk some NFL draft with him. That's coming up in a matter of minutes at 3.30. We're live at T.I., Golden Circle Sportsbook will be here till at least 5 o'clock. I encourage you to come on by, hang out with us. My man DeMond's back in the home studios, the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. You know nothing performs better than the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. It's just that fine. It's a fine machine. And by the way, we'll be doing our show all the way live next Wednesday at Finley Cadillac. So I definitely encourage you to come on by and hang out for that as well. Let's go out to the Raider Nation listener line real quick and talk to our guy, Jason. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hello, how are you guys doing? What's up, DeMond? Chilling, man. We're blessed. And, man, you guys have me cracking up and out of work, and I just can't stop laughing here. You guys talking about kids, man. I'm so glad I don't have no kids right now. <laughs> 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 hey, but I'll say this, though. I still do that same thing, too, staring at the fridge, but it might be for other reasons why, but, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, but uh, hey, um, uh, you know, hey, I, I'm gonna, I just want to kick back to what that caller was talking talk about me, about having having the Raiders here uh, and then our team here, man. It's it's a true statement, man. Them being here is, is something that, that I don't think I would have ever uh, noticed what it could have brought to the town. I mean, just, just to give you an example, you know, um, they're here all the time. I see them all the time. There's always events. They're always doing events for kids and for families and things in town. And then to, to top it off, Demi, which is my lady, she's over here. She's trying to become a cheerleader for them now. So it's nice. like it's, this, this, this whole spiel with them being here is such a blessing because, you know, I – there would be no way she would have had to go to Oakland to try to become a cheerleader in Oakland. There ain't no way that was going to happen. I'm driving all the way to Oakland every weekend for her to go out there. So now <laughs> with her being here, you know, it's like it's, it's that opportunity. You get to see the things. And, and the Raiders being here, man, you know, it's, it's a blessing. I can't wait. I can't wait for this season. And, uh, you know, you two just said, uh, you, you two, you know, just, just take it easy on the kids, man. It's all right, man. They get one week off, man. Just let them enjoy their time just because we don't get that time off like we used to. I don't mean, we have to be salty about it no more. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, look, I'm going to stay salty, brother. You know me. <laughs> hey, good stuff, man. Good call. I do appreciate you. And I'll say this. You see how Jason did his little flex without really flexing? He was like, my lady, Demi, she's going to go out to be a cheerleader. You know what I mean? He, he dropped that little breadcrumb. Did you notice that, DeMond, or did that slide by you? You didn't notice that, huh? No, I heard him. Okay. He, hey, look. I ain't mad at Hey, man, look. You're supposed to be proud. You're supposed to be proud of who, who you got with you, man. You know? And so, see, see, see what, he, what he's saying there, DeMond, is that he knows that his, his woman could be a cheerleader. Like, Kayla didn't know that you had any kind of basketball skills. So, you know what I mean? See how that goes? Like if if you're tight with someone, they know they know something about you. They know something something about you. Like Jason knows. Oh, Demi's she's a cheerleader. She could be a cheerleader. Now she just has the opportunity to be here now. They together like, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, different. yeah. Well, yeah. You and Kayla were they, were, they uh, soulmates. You guys are road dogs for 12 years, and and the and, we and just road you dog. know what we need that close. We just happen to be friends. Oh, <laughs> now you guys ain't that close. Oh, okay. barely know each other. 
Oh, okay. That sounds like a classic. Speaking of classic, the classic man, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's happening, Q? Chilling, man, man, chilling. I, I was telling, hey, I was telling Demi, I'm from Berkeley, man. I, I live in Berkeley. Yes, you, Berkeley. Start, yeah, man, dude, when you start talking Berkeley, uh, man, I, I'm, I've been wanting to call for a minute because I just started listening to you guys about a month ago. Welcome. Man, you guys were talking about Berkeley and, you know, Blondie's Pizza and, I, you know, yeah. I go back Leopold's and yeah. these records and, and all that. And then today you were saying something I thought about. It. I said, remember when you come over the bar, when you go into the Coliseum, when yep. you come over the bar over the ramp, and as soon as it, it's, it's electrifying, as soon as you go up, and here's a word that we use at the Coliseum, that word concourse. Remember you yes. see that, that yes. word written yes. all over the concourse? And all of a sudden, as soon as you hit it, all you hear is Raiders, right? Man, it make the hair stand up on your head, Demond. I'm telling you, you will, yeah. man. And I mean, it was nothing like the. And I've had a few moments where I've watched the game inside the the uh, the box. Not the same, man. You need to be out in the crowd. And I'm gonna I'm end it with this. I used to work at a mortuary, and we had uh, box seats. And I had to go to a Monday. Remember that Monday night game? What was that dude's name? Uh, he was a wide receiver, and they converted him to a, well, he was a quarterback, and they, were, and they would convert him to a wide receiver. What was his name? Tall Terrell brother. Pryor. He was from I think Terrell Pryor. It was a yeah. Monday night game where Terrell Pryor was quarterbacking, and I went to the Raider game in a black suit with my silver and black tie, and I was walking through the uh, the parking lot, and all the tailgaters right. And my boy told me, he said, bruh, the, the people think you work for the Raiders because you got on the black and the silver and black. <laughs> and everybody's giving me, everybody's giving me this food, right? And these nice looking ladies, you know, they were like, wait a minute, who are you? I said, you know who I am. And I just picked, started picking up garbage and putting it in the can. They thought I worked for the Raiders, man. It was, man, I had so much, so much food and, and fun that day. It wasn't even, it wasn't even funny. But I just want to say I like the show, bro. And, and hey. you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. Hey, thank you for the call, my man. Represent Berkeley, man. Shout out to Berkeley, one of my favorite cities in America, man. I was just talking about Berkeley this morning at the house. Just that's the city, man, where the 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 you ain't worried about driving no car in Berkeley, man. If you're walking, you're taking over the city. You know, you just walking up and down Telegraph, uh, like you said, man. You go to the uh, to Leopold's, go to Tower, go to all those spots, man. Blondie's Pizza, just kicking it, man. Go up and down the street, see all the merchants and everything. It's it's a it's a fun experience, man. Shout out to Berkeley, California. Shout out to People's Park uh, and everyone representing there in the city of Berkeley. 329 is the time. We're here at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. Coming up next, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus. He'll join the show. We'll talk some contracts. We'll talk some draft. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. We're here at TI, the Gold Circle Sportsbook. Hanging out till at least 5 o'clock. My man, I am Vice, is walking around here looking for my dad and my wife. He's been walking around for about 45 minutes and can't find them, so that means they're probably up to no good somewhere. Good luck. But we're having a good time. We do encourage you to come on by. Right now on the phone lines, we're going to talk a little contract, going to talk a little bit of draft with uh, Pro Football Focus, Brad Spielberger. And, Brad, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. And want to get into, you know, Derek Carr's contract extension. He signs a, a, a three-year deal, and it looks like it's about $121 million. Looks like it's about $40 million a year in new money. But 
there's a lot of details in this contract, and when I look at it and kind of break it down, it's very team-friendly. What were your thoughts on the contract when you saw it? It is one of the more team-friendly deals in the entire league, no question. You know, it sounds like this new regime, this New England Patriots regime, kind of sold Carr on, hey, look, we're going to bring your buddy over, Devontae Adams from the Packers. We want you to, to be like Tom Brady like we had in New England. It is a very, very team-friendly deal. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And so, you know, there's there's the, the no-trade clauses in there, and I thought that that was something that was a, a big deal. But then I also realized that they could pretty much get out of it after one year. So what exactly does that no-trade clause mean when, when there is an out as early as it is? Yeah, so I think that's kind of what he got in his concession was, look, I mean, it really is a one-year deal, like you said. If they want to get out before that, that guarantee kicks in next year, they could. And so the reason why he's going to want to get that no-trade clause is say, hey, look, you're going to trade me. Obviously, you're not going to cut me. And if you are going to trade me, I want to control where that's going to be. And that is big, obviously. You know, we saw with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Could have been a Washington commander. Obviously, now is a Denver Bronco. Carr at least has the protection of, if you're going to trade me, I get to pick where I'm going to go. You know, and I was looking at some of the guaranteed money, and it looked like it aligns with Devontae Adams. There's basically, if he if he plays out this deal, it looks like there's about three years and $65 million guaranteed, and with Devontae Adams, it's about three years and $65 million. Does that mean, because this is what I've been saying, is that that's their window. They're saying that they have three years to get it done. Would you take that and assume that as well? Yeah, I think it's a good way to look at it for sure. I mean, look at all these deals, Chandler Jones as well. Even Max Crosby, obviously, he's going to be there long term, but – I do. I think they're attacking this window. They like some of the good young players they have on this team. I mean, it's a tough division, tough conference in the AFC, but yeah, before Carr turns 35 years old, then maybe you're starting to think of your next quarterback and turning over the entire roster. Why not go all in, kind of take your shot now? And that's how they structured these deals. We're talking right now with Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. My man demond has got one for you. Yeah, Brad, we saw that Stephon Gilmore, that a lot of teams had interest, especially Raider Nation had interest in the Raiders bringing him in. So what do you think the holdup was for him to sign a contract so late in free agency? Because it seems like such a pretty simple, straightforward deal to me. Yeah, it's a great question, honestly. You know, I think we have seen a very suppressed market for these veteran corners. It's been very, very hard. I mean, look, Stephon Gilmore is still an elite player. Went over to Carolina last year. They basically just trotted him out there and said, hey, you're going to go play press man coverage against the opposing team's number one wide receiver. He still played at a high level. But, frankly, two years, $23 million for him is a good deal. You look at a guy like Casey Hayward, obviously Raiders fans are familiar. He got two years, $11 million coming off a very strong season last year. So I think Indy probably actually stepped up and paid more than other teams were willing to do. Kind of a weird fit, in my opinion, but uh, you know, I, think, I think they paid more than other teams were willing to. I think so as well, you know, and I think that the Raiders were uh, maybe interested in him, but not at that cost. You know, I just think that that was more than they were willing to pay. And that's the one thing I've seen from this regime so far, and I wanted to ask you about that, Brad, is it seems like they're very patient and they're very willing to do a certain amount, but they're not going to go anything over. Do you, do you get this sense that they, they have a level where they go, but they won't go over that? That is the New England and New England way, right? I mean, it's, it's, they set a value. They obviously want players. They want targets. They want guys that fit their system, both on the field and also just fit, you know, their entire culture and everything. But if, if a guy gets an offer better than what they're offering, they're not going to chase it. We'll see some clubs that are willing to kind of bend their rules or bend their precedent. That is just not their MO. It's not what they do. So, yeah, I agree. I think he probably got priced out and they said, look, we love Gilmore. We're familiar with Gilmore from our time in New England, but we're not going to go there. 
Yeah, Brad, when a quarterback signs a deal that always brings up the next quarterback in line, what they should get paid. Kyler Murray, he's not trying to make too big of a stink of it besides scrubbing his social media. He's expected (laughs) to make $5.5 million this year. Do you see an extension coming before the season starts for Kyler? I'll say this. With all all due respect, his agent has negotiated over a billion dollars in contracts. I've negotiated zero. So with that in mind, I have no idea what he's doing. I think it is a bizarre strategy, a bizarre approach. Even look at last offseason, the one guy in that 2018 class that did get the big money in Josh Allen, he signed that deal in mid-August. So I just don't get why. I mean, their first, that initial social media post, that long letter that no one read, that was in February. I'm just confused what they think they're doing, why they think it's going to work this early in the offseason. I do kind of still think they will get something done. Um, I'm just not sure why they're driving such a hard bargain. I mean, the draft hasn't even happened. There's still veterans out there. I just don't really get what they think they're, you know, they're, they're achieving here. And then with Lamar Jackson, do we see him get any closer to a deal? Would it be closer to a car deal or a Deshaun Watson type deal? So what it sounds like for him is he basically says, look, I think I am worthy of being one of, if not the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. And if you don't think that, I'm not going to take some, some cheaper deal. I mean, I'm going to keep playing until you do agree with me and you pay me that. So I think he's a guy that is willing to play out this fifth-year option year, maybe even get franchise tagged one or two times. And look, you know, he's a smart guy. He may look around and say, hey, Kirk Cousins had made, has made more cash than any player in the NFL since his first franchise tag through today. Maybe he's saying, look, the quarterback market always goes up. We obviously know that. It is going to increase every single offseason, and I'll just be patient. Kind of scary given the, way, you know, the kind of football he plays, but it could definitely pay off in the long run. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you is how dangerous is that knowing his style? He's not a pocket passer. He's a guy who's like a video game. He wants to get out there and he wants to run. He wants to Michael Vick you. He wants to do all that. How dangerous is that playing that style without that that extra uh, guarantee and that protection on your contract? Yeah, if I was his agent, if he had one, I would advise him to take a deal. Not a deal that, you know, does not meet his value. But let's say they were offering kind of like a Josh Allen type contract, you know, just below Patrick Mahomes, but still over $40 million per year. Maybe you ask for fewer years if you're him and say, hey, look, I only want to sign a, a four-year extension, not a six-year deal or, you know, a 10-year deal like Mahomes. But still, I, I would get the money in hand, you know, and then maybe, you know, try to go back to the table for a big third extension. I, I think it is a very risky move on his part. Do you think that the team may be a little hesitant to give that big-time money with the same, you know, thoughts in mind? Like, hey, the style he plays, he might not last three years. You know, I kind of do, and I, and I don't want to put words in their mouth or speculate, but I, I kind of do feel that way. I, I think their approach to him was, look, they traded up to the last pick in the first round, and I think their thinking was we have a very talented roster, a great team, and he's a guy that maybe could win us a Super Bowl or make a couple deep playoff runs on a rookie contract. I mean, they, they had the most expensive defense in the NFL in his third season. They had one of the most expensive defenses in the NFL last year as well, even if they lost some guys. And now it's a question of, can we still be one of the best teams in the NFL while also paying him, you know, forty plus million per year? I'm not sure they think the answer to that question is yet. Yeah, Brett, when it comes to the draft and the rookie wage scale, how important or how important do teams like um factor that into the players that they pick and maybe moving up in the draft? It's a huge part of it for the for the smart teams at least. I, I think some teams ignore it. Um, not to pick on the player. This isn't about their on field, you know, contribution. You know, the Giants were not thinking about that when they, when they drafted Saquon Barkley second overall. But, but I think smart franchises realize now that it's as much about the surplus value of the player on the rookie deal as it is about the production itself. When I mean, you look at a guy 
like a TJ Watt or some of these, these edge rushers, even Nick Bosa going second overall the following year. He's making $8 million a year, and he's playing for, you know, at, at, a, at a value of $30 million per year. So all that excess value you can then spend elsewhere and build a great roster. I think the smart teams now understand that. Talking right now with Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. We're live at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. And I seen on your Twitter that you were putting out some profiles on wide receivers and some guys that are going to be well-drafted right here in a couple weeks in Las Vegas. And I wanted to ask you about a couple guys, what you thought about a couple wide receivers, including Danny Gray, the, the young man out of SMU who's a burner, kind of a smaller guy, but he's a burner, can stretch the field, and he has uh, special teams uh, skills as far as kick return. Yeah, yeah, a guy that I need to study a little bit more, but I will say I have, my brother went to SMU, so I have definitely watched a lot of SMU football. They're also, you know, kind of underrated, a great producer of wide receiver talent. Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton. They've had a lot of good players come through that school. I think you nailed it in the special teams value. Very, very good returner. And like you said, a burner. His hands are a little questionable, but I think maybe, you know, not so scary that you think you couldn't work through it. I think that would actually be a great fit for the Raiders. That's a good call. Is there a guy that you're kind of looking at, and, and he might be flying under the radar a little bit, but you're saying, you know what, I think this guy's got more skills than people are giving him credit for, and it'd be a, a guy that'd be a good later-round late pick? Yeah, I mean, maybe not super late, um, but I think Romeo Dube is out of Nevada. Uh, another guy who's got some speed to him, a good downfield guy, a good contested catch player. I think he's a bit raw, and so that's maybe why he'll go on day three, maybe late day two. Um, but, but a really talented player that – his game is a little bit more polished than maybe it should be, given where he where he's at in his career. And I think he's a guy you get him on your roster. Maybe doesn't make an impact his rookie season, maybe not even his second season, but I think could become a very good player. Who do you think would be your day two or three steal of the draft, or just someone that you enjoy watching is think is going to be a quality player in the NFL? A receiver or just anywhere? Anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Good luck. <laughs> okay, good I'll, luck. I'll say, <laughs> maybe he's got right. that one I'll player say, where he's just like, this is my guy. <laughs> so the one player that's my guy, that the problem is he might not make it to, the set to day two, but if he does, he probably will go in the first ten picks of day two. But I think Boye Mafe, the edge rusher out of Minnesota, has a very, very high ceiling. Just his first step, his explosiveness is kind of off the charts. I saw him in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. His get-off off the line is, is, is really special, potentially. I think, again, he's not under the radar, so I'm not going to say that, but a guy that I think could maybe go from pick 35 to 40 and could become a very, very good player. Before we let you go, I wanted to ask you, since you mentioned Minnesota, I wanted to ask you about the big offensive tackle out of Minnesota, Daniel Falele. I mean, this dude's a monster, six foot eight, like 390 pounds. I mean, you got to run a country mile to get around that dude. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, so he is a special, you know, you don't find guys like that very often. Uh, same thing, though. Know, Donnie Mobo at the Senior Bowl, he was having a lot of issues. There were guys that could just mm. get underneath his pads, you kind of push him back. He doesn't, you know, his pass to turn out super clean. Maybe he get better and get more technical, you know, as time goes on. But he's actually a guy that if you ask kind of the opposite of that prior question, I'm not, I'm not super high on him. I think he's got a lot to work out in his game. There you go. Well, that's why we asked the questions because you were there, Johnny, on the spot at the Senior Bowl. So, Brad, we definitely appreciate you. You got anything coming out on Pro Football Focus, uh, anything draft-related, or anything coming out that we need to be on the lookout for? 100%. So next week i got a mock draft coming out, and the difference with this mock draft is instead of my thoughts or what I think or what I feel, mock draft next week based on what I've heard, talking to scouts and personnel across the league with some notes and tidbits on what I've been hearing. So keep an eye out for that. All right, no doubt. Well, we might have to have you on the show next week to kind of break that one down, man. I look forward to that. Sounds good.
All right, there he goes. Thank you so much, Brad Spielberger right there from Pro Football Focus. Does a fantastic job covering the NFL like a glove. You can find him on Twitter at PFF underscore Brad and with us here on Unnecessary Roughness. 3.44 is the time. We're here at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook. We're having a lot of time. Apparently, I am Vice found my dad. Found the wife. They're safe. They're not. Uh, they haven't spent all their money yet. They still have a, a couple dollars left. I guess they're uh, involved in the horse racing going on over here at the Golden Circle Sportsbook. And if you want to be involved in the horse racing, kiosks are open 24 hours a day. That means you can straggle in at any time, and you can just boom place a bet on a horse. You can get your horse racing on. Of course, the parking is free. Food is fantastic. Drink specials going on. And uh, all we need here is you to come on by, hang out, and say, what up, though? Raider Rod just rolled by a little bit ago, so he's here in the building. Uh, we got a lot of folks showing up here today, man. This has been a, a real good turnout. Continue to roll through, man. We're here till at least 5 o'clock. This is Unnecessary Roughness at Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. We also got the Sam and Ash text line wide open like some old school TV antennas. 69187 keyword R&R. What's good about being a Raider fan? What gets you excited? What gets you fired up about being a Raider fan? I'll tell you, for me personally, one of the things that was always really cool about being a Raider fan is I had a lot of friends that were Niner fans, and I was just the other dude. And I, I kind of feel like Raider Nation has always felt like we're always like the other dudes, right? We're always, we're always just the other guys. And it was always cool. I always liked that. And it almost gave you a sense of having like a little bit of extra edge to you or a little extra something little extra sauce there for you. You know what I mean? Like, it just – it always felt different. And I always loved it. Be around a bunch of my buddies. I remember I went to my high school reunion back in, what, 2014. 20 years in 2014. Are you kidding me? DeMond's barely 20 years old. <laughs> I graduated from high school in 2014. Did you really? Yep, yep. Gosh, you're such a young dude. But it's cool. Yeah, that was our 20-year high school reunion in 94. Or 24. 14. Jeez. 24, 19, 94, hike. <laughs> but, yeah, I remember it was so funny because one of the, my, my buddy Nate, all he kept saying because he knew I was, I was doing sports radio and everything and talking, talking Raiders, talking football, and he, all he kept saying was, man, you were the only dude in the crew that was rocking with the Raiders then. You were the only one. You are the only one who stayed down and stayed true. Everyone else was rocking with uh, the Crimson and Flamme, the 49ers, and you were rocking with the Silver and Black. So it was always pretty cool. It was just different, man. You kind of stood out in the crowd. At least I, I felt that way. I thought that was always a cool little aspect, a, a little side note of being a Raider fan. I thought that was a good thing. So I want to hear from you. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we're going to have my guy Jordan Reed from ESPN, NFL Draft Analyst, do a little bit more deep diving into the NFL Draft. But uh, let's go out to the phone lines and talk to my guy, Aaron, in, on, on the Ninth Island. No, wait, we're the Ninth Island, out there in Hawaii. <laughs> Maui, Maui Jelly Man. Aaron, what's on your mind? Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Long time, no talk. Yes, sir. I hope you're doing well. Can't complain. Just working a lot. I so heard I that. wanted to be the official side official sponsor of this basketball game, and I want to give a care package out to the team that wins. So uh, go ahead and just send me what you want, Damon, and uh, I'll go ahead. <laughs> Wait, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That's man. what I'm just talking kidding. about, dog. You no, heard him say he's just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just no, I hear that part. But. So listen, I have been a Raider fan my whole life, and what's cool about it is I've lived in 14 states, including Hawaii, twice. And when we wear, we wrap our hat or our shirt or whatever, 
you get this little look from people. And I, you just touched on it. It's funny you said that. They get that little look like they're a little bit intimidated or that I might have what you like to say a little bit uh, in my neck. Yeah. But they're always got that look like they don't want to mess with you because we have this reputation. Now, obviously, we've got doctors, lawyers, business owners in, in our fan base. But right. it's just that little aura that we have everywhere I've been. And the other part of that is I've always found a fan base in all those 14 states that I lived in. So it's truly yep. a nation. And I think it includes Puerto Rico as well. Strong Raider connection. Ooh, you were Rico. in Puerto Rico? Yeah, man. I lived oh, there for man, years. you are blessed. You, hey, you have lived a uh, life, brother. We can talk about We can talk <laughs> about that water in Puerto Rico another time. <laughs> you already knew where I was going. You already is, knew what was on my an, mind. <laughs> it's an island. It's an island for surrounded by water. Let's just leave it at that. Wow. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about that. But listen, I'm going home tonight. I've been listening all day. I'm booking my ticket. I'm coming to town. So we'll have to hook up and hang out. I want to meet DeMond as well. But I'm coming for the, I'm coming for the damn, excuse me, language. I'm coming for the uh, draft. I just got to go. Nice. Be there. Yes. Yeah, well, look, this is the deal. You're coming for the draft, and I'm going there in May. Me and the wife are headed there in May. Um, I don't know what island. She really did that. But I, I yeah. booked the flights. The flights are booked, so we're going, guaranteed to go now. Nice. Well, hope it's Maui, but if not, we'll uh, even I'll jump over maybe and meet meet up on on uh, Oahu or wherever you're gonna be for a day and hang out. So okay, keep me keep me informed for sure. And when you get here for the draft, man, let me know. We'll do. All right, you guys have a good weekend. All right, brother, appreciate you. There he goes, Aaron. That's from uh, Aaron does Maui Jelly. If you haven't had Maui Jelly, he was a proud sponsor. He actually uh, is the reason that we were able to provide coverage of uh, of the the Hall of Fame experience in, in Canton, Ohio, when Tom Flores and Charles Woodson was put into the Hall of Fame. He was in this. That was one of the first big events when I arrived at Raider Nation Radio 920 that we had to be a part of. And because Aaron and uh, and Maui Jelly, uh, we were able to make that happen. So as you've seen since that event, we've continued to bring you big bangers after big bangers after big bangers and that's not going to slow down but uh, really appreciate Aaron and his uh, contributions and the way that he believed in us from the jump you know and now obviously everyone's seeing what we're doing but he was one of the very first believers that had faith in what we were doing and had our backs and I know there's others as well like uh, Dr. Jens uh, of course their uh, their protein bars fantastic uh, they, they believed in us from day one as well and of course, uh, Dr. Jen does a great job as well uh, in the chiropractic office. Her and uh, and uh, Dr. Andy, they do a fine job. Matter of fact, they uh, they see the wife all the time. So uh, that's a that's a testimonial right there. And, and I don't even get paid to do that, but it's okay. Uh, when I know good folks, I believe in good folks. I want to shout them out. So that's what I like to do. So we'd love to hear from you, Raider Nation seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred. Again, the Salmon Ash text line is six nine one eight seven keyword R and R. How about this text from Just Win Wendy? Totally missed that thrill hearing the cheers when we walked across that BART bridge. Now there are always cheers going up the escalators next to the torch. New place, new excitement. That's from Just Win Wendy. Then we got a text from the 925. When you're in Berkeley, you got to get a top dog. And I will have to admit to you, I have not had a top dog. I'm not a, I'm assuming that that's a hot dog spot. I'm not a hot dog guy. Uh, I say hot dogs are for kids, but I will say, the one caveat I have with that, the one exception I'll make for that, Danny, as he's looking at me, is uh, is Casper's in Oakland, but it's got to be the Casper's in Oakland on the little, on the li- it's like a little sliver of ground, like a very little spot. I forget the street name, and I apologize for that, but it's a very little, small, small little street. It's like a triangle almost. If I Googled Earth it, I could find it. It's all right. I'm kind of there with you. I don't need hot dogs unless it's at a baseball game. 
Oh, okay. Okay. That's that's the only time I'll have them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I like. I, I prefer the hot links. I'm a hot link guy. That's what. Uh, that's 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 the get down for me. But I. Hey, man. Those those Casper dogs, and I know just when Wendy knows exactly what I'm talking about. We've actually had this discussion on this show. Matter of fact, sitting here at the TI, <laughs> I remember the reason I remember it and it stands out so much to me is because I was here with Vinny. We were both co- co-hosting the show together for some reason. It was both of us here, and we were talking about it, and he didn't know what I was talking about. And Mark Davis texted him and said, "I love Caspers." That's a true story. I got a good memory for what I need to remember. Things that I, I don't. He's always listening. Like. Yeah, I know, <laughs> uh, and I and I can appreciate that. I can absolutely appreciate that. Uh, we got this text. How about this one from Vegas Pete? Am I the only one who gets chills when when he hears the Autumn Wind theme at the stadium? So I'm proud of everything Las Vegas Raiders have done. It's all good. Also, Happy Tax Day. Uh, that kind of goes with the same theme as uh, Just Win Wendy's text. Uh, got one more. This one's a pretty funny one. Q and D. I just heard about this new show, Unnecessary Roughness. I'm a big fan now. This DeMond guy sounds like a real player on the basketball court. However, I think it's all talk, though. If Kayla has never seen DeMond ball, I question his skills. I would like to be invited to this so-called hoop game between Q's teams and DeMond's. I've got my outfit already picked out. Part of it might, part of it is my tight red polo shirt. In fact, that's all I'll be wearing. Sincerely, Eva LaRue. When I when I see Kayla next, I gotta tell her like you ruined my reputation. You, you all you had to do was just back me up a little bit, and that's your homegirl. Like that's what I don't understand. There is not one person that I'm friends with and have been friends with for any period of time that if I asked them, "Hey man, you remember me playing ball back in the day?" Even if they didn't, they probably would be like, "Oh yeah, that's right." You know, just you got because- the friends, and it's like, "Yeah, you play too much." She picked the wrong time to be playing. That's no, all that she- is. No, I don't think she did. She was, I mean, anyone who heard that conversation, she was all sincere. She said, I was at all those games. I never seen them on the court at all. With friends like that, who needs enemies? Jordan Reed. <laughs> 357 is the time. Coming up next, we'll kick off hour number three of the show. We'll be talking with Jordan Reed from ESPN. He's an NFL draft analyst, been doing a really good job. I remember talking to Jordan when he was back in the draft network. I mean, he was coming up as a young cat. Now he's doing some big things on the network. We'll talk to him next, all things NFL draft. This is Radio Nation Radio 920.